Evernorth Health Services, we believe costs shouldn't get in the way of life-changing care. And we're doing everything in our power to make it possible. Behavioral health solutions that also keep your projections at their best? It's possible. Pharmacy benefits that benefit your bottom line? It's possible. Complex specialty care that cares about your ROI? It's possible. Because we're already doing it. All while saving businesses billions. That's wonder made possible. Learn more at evernorth.com slash wonder. The Rudy Giuliani Show. Big announcement, big announcement. We are now having a climate emergency. Yes, yes. Our commander-in-chief has decreed that we now have a climate emergency. We are going to stop using all fossil fuels from now on. No oil, no gas, coal. Really, uh, no electricity because you got to use fossil fuels to make electricity. Don't you know? Don't don't tell all the electric car people that. That's right. That's right. We're going to go, and and it's it's worth it. Uh, Buddha Jug assures us it's worth going broke to do this. It's worth your family starving and um, you're having no money and not being able to uh, to work or do anything. After wasn't it fun when you weren't working during the. Um, during the pandemic, I mean, you just stay home all day. Uh, Biden will send you some money as long as you vote for him. And uh, maybe they can destroy the work ethic in all of America. They certainly have done it in big parts of America. And, it, and uh, we're going through our worst economy in 50 years as a result of these maniacs who are in office. Climate emergency? Yeah, I know it's warm out today. But, uh, gosh, I remember it's being warm out in the middle of uh, July or end of July in August when I used to play baseball. I was 12 years old and I would be sweating like a pig. (sighs) Drink a lot of water. Now we have air conditioning. You see, we adapt. I don't know. You you realize if we took a third of the money that they're going to waste on this and destroy our economies... And used it to adapt. Not only would it improve our economies, we'd be we we take many many more people out of poverty. And I mean, is anybody ever allowed to say that maybe this isn't right? Oh no! Oh, you're a climate denier. You're a climate denier. Shut up. We're gonna put you at the Salem witch trials. You're not allowed to say this. Well, there's a newspaper known as the the Epoch Times. It comes out. It publishes online every day, but it comes out every Wednesday. I think it's probably one of the best newspapers in the country. It actually actually prints the truth. God, my hands are shaking just holding it. Well, a uh, a very well noted Dutch nitrogen scientist has written a piece, a, a questioning uh, the need for this. He's especially critical of the science. He thinks it relies on vague definitions, excessive deference to expert judgment, politics, and a narrow focus on cause rather than both costs and benefits. We now treat farmers as polluters, end of story, which is a very strange uh, perspective. He's a professor of chemistry at the University College. Uh, I hope, hope he lives, having said this. I mean, these people, these people are crazy. It's like a religion. 
University of Roosevelt University in the Netherlands. He made the comments in an interview with Roman Baumakov, host of Epoch's TV's Facts Matters. And he goes on to point out uh, why uh, it's a problem but not an emergency. It should not be dealt with as an emergency. It should be dealt with by making uh, changes as we have done over the centuries as our climate as our climate evolves and changes, uh, much more sensible than what these maniacs have in mind, which is really just an excuse to make us into a communist country. So let's uh, let's listen to um, let's listen to cut thirteen as we have our climate emergency declared. What I can say is the president's going to do everything that he can uh, to take action. Again, climate, climate crisis, uh, taking climate uh, action is critical. Then we have the Secretary of Commerce, Gina Raimondi, who says we should move away from fossil fuels uh, as fast as possible. That's number three. And of course, in the long run, the solution is to move as fast as possible away from fossil fuels so that we, uh, frankly, are never again in this situation. That means we're going to do it on wind and sun. We're going to run this gigantic universe on wind and sun. I mean, I can't even run cities on wind and sun. They're not reliable. We need a massive amount of energy. And you're holding people back into poverty, but you don't seem to give a damn about that. And then you're putting the rest of us in poverty. But the pain is worth it for Pete. Let's listen to, let's listen to cut four. The pain is worth it. So don't tell me this isn't a, this isn't a Biden-induced inflation and a Biden-induced uh, very high price of gasoline to knock your socks out. Cut four. Of course, the more pain we are all experiencing from the high price of Yay, gas, pain, the more pain. benefit there is for those who can access electric vehicles. Pain! Great! I, I don't think I've ever heard a political... This guy wants to be president. He's going to run again. You know what I did? When I was Secretary of Transportation, I created more pain for you than any Secretary of Transportation ever. Not only that, I bankrupted half of you. You had to sell your cars... You had to give up your kids. You had to give up your houses just so that we could get rid of fossil fuels. Of course, we still have them, but we're going to continue to make it worse and worse and worse. Oh, oh but, 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 but uh, President uh, uh, Buttigieg, uh, John Kerry is still flying around on his plane that he, he uses up in one trip more than like People use up for an entire year on their car. He just like drives, flies around on that thing like crazy. I think last year he used up 325 metric tons of carbon dioxide. Jeez, I mean, how come he can do that? Well, uh, he's very special. He's very, very special. He's the one who has pointed out to us uh, the danger here, and we have to keep him alive. I mean, after all, he pointed out to us that um, if we didn't do something, uh, we were gonna this whole this whole thing could be over by 2010. But but it's 20 it's it, it's 2022. Well, I mean, everybody can be wrong by a little bit. Let's listen to uh, uh, something a little bit more sensible. Cut 19 from uh, from someone called a Republican. 
instead of going to Texas, to Pennsylvania, and Oklahoma, and unleashing the true innovation of American energy production, which is far cleaner than our adversaries. He's going all around the world, begging Venezuela for hydrocarbons, trying to get Iranian crude onto the international market. We need to be relying on American energy ascendance and unleash the true power of American energy. It's both better for the environment and will help working class Americans with their skyrocketing energy bills. I mean, that I mean, that's that's Representative Mike Gallagher from Wisconsin. And I, uh, it, this this is insane what they're doing. It's absolutely insane. Well, the whole party's gone nuts. It really has gone nuts. Look at their J6 hearings. They're so ridiculous. So totally ridiculous. They're premised on the fact that Trump wasn't entitled to believe that the election was stolen, that he made it up. He made it up. I guess the Supreme Court of Wisconsin made up their decision in the Teagan case two weeks ago saying that the entire system in Wisconsin used in 2020 was illegal. And therefore, the ballots were invalid. Sounds like Trump was right about that one. Well, how about how about the report in Pennsylvania? Or the two reports in, in, in Georgia. I mean, he wasn't out of his mind. How about all the people that came forward and said they saw ballots being stuffed? They saw ballots being pr- produced. They saw ballots being ripped up. They were trained to take ballots that weren't attached to anyone and attach, attach uh, 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 registrations to them. What about all those people? They, he's not entitled to believe them. He's got to... I mean, it, it, this is this what J6 is quite clearly uh, just an extension of Russian collusion. Russian collusion, all the same people that are asserting that the election was not stolen are the same people that asserted that the Russians were in cahoots with Trump, including while he was president to the point of treason. They have all been caught lying about that. There's no doubt about it. They're all lying about it. And Trump has been caught telling the truth about it. That's part one. Part two. When they couldn't get him on that, they phonied up the conversation with the president of Ukraine. Shifty Schiff gave a lying version of it. They found a whistleblower who'd been hanging around for three years trying to frame Trump, including illegally trying to enlist the uh, Ukrainian officials in it back in 2016. Uh, when, when they found out that we knew about his activities back then, they decided to hide him. And then it turned out that the president's conversation with the president of the Ukraine was totally, totally uh, uh, innocent and not only that, it never would have, never would have even been brought up if they hadn't been covering up the hard drive that showed the necessity for it, which they accomplished with one of the most extraordinary frauds in the history of America. The hard drive is, you know, the hard drive has been like now seven months worth of crimes every day, a new crime. Now, now we got all these special activity reports that were filed on the money transactions uh, more than any person, I think, in Treasury history on the Bidens. Um, start, start looking for the offshore accounts when you see that. Hmm? And Joe, Joe, uh, never knew about the foreign business uh, when these foreigners would show up and, uh, he would just take pictures with them and, you know, joke around with them. Yeah.
Right. And then, uh, and then text back and forth to the go. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. How about, how about uh, Hunter making it clear that he gave 50% of, of all the cash to his dad? All that suppressed. So who was telling the truth about that? I was accused of being a, a Russian agent. The, the people running the January 6th committee accused me of that. Well, they're liars. They lied about that. Who was telling the truth about it? I was. So now we have two situations in which this cast of characters are professional serial liars. Why do you think they're telling the truth about January 6th? What, what, what happened? Did they, did they, like St. Paul, did they fall on the way to Tarsus? Or are they just carrying out the same, the same thing with the same cast of characters who write anything they want and change the meaning of words to fit them? I think you know the answer. And it's becoming clearer and clearer and clearer. You know, the only person that died that day inside the Capitol was Ashley Babbitt, even though they lied about that originally. And have you heard a word about Ashley Babbitt? Doesn't their lack of concern about what really happened... Doesn't it just, just scream out at you when they have no concern over why and how Ashley Babbitt was killed? Unarmed woman. We don't even know if she came in legally or illegally. Never bothered to check. There are reports, and, and, and you can hear some of them say, where she's trying to prevent them from doing what they're doing. She's lifted up. She's lifted up. Hard to tell whether she, what, what, what she was doing on her own and what they were pushing her into. They lift her up at exactly the right time. They kneel down at exactly the right time. The gun is pointed in exactly the right direction. It blows her away and the guy disappears. And the guy taking it, the Antifa guy taking the film, makes sure not to take a picture of the killer. Sound like it should be investigated? Does it sound like a decent human being that had some honesty and integrity would demand that it be investigated? Does it tell you everything you need to know about these serial liars and in some cases, uh, uh, people who tried to remove an off- a lawfully elected president by framing him. Yeah, tells you a lot about them. We'll be back after the break. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. From the launch your online shop stage, all the way to the we just hit a million orders stage. No matter what stage you're in, Shopify's there to help you grow. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash special offer, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash special offer. America's mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is Rudy Giuliani back with the Rudy uh, Giuliani show. And uh, I got to tell you that AOC is one big phony, huh? Make him believe she was handcuffed. Thought she was going to fool us. But a jerk. It reminds me uh, when I was mayor and we had these demonstrations every single day and people wanted to get arrested. Uh, Jesse Jackson called up Howard Safer and said, uh, I'm coming into New York. I, you know, I want to get I want to get in with the guys and get arrested. But I got to be on a plane by four. So can you assure me we'll be in and out in two hours? What do you think Howard Safer said to him? <laughs> what do you think? He said, go to hell. We don't do accommodation arrest, uh, Jesse. 
you, you're going to get treated like everybody else. You come here. And that's what they had working, you know, working with the Democrats. Uh, that's, what, that's, that's, that's what they've done to our justice system. Our, our system of justice in America's democratic cities has become dangerous and a joke and corrupt. That's what it is. Now, now in Portland, in Portland, it really has gone off the cliff. They have a summer camp there. Uh, run by uh, the uh, by by the Black Lives Matter curriculum, the same curriculum used in the Seattle public schools, which is uh, 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 trained by Marxist uh, activists, and they they present both uh, politicized and hypersexualized education. The instructors are at the Budding Ross's Social Justice Summer Camp in Oregon, and they have uh, lesson plans that teach you how to be a little activist, how to deal with tear gas, how to protest, how to handle being sprayed uh, by, uh, by, by, the, by the police and uh, how to try to get the police to overreact, priming on, 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 on police, and also how to uh, uh, argue for uh, defunding the police and uh, condemning white supremacy and also um, uh, de- dealing, dealing with the... Uh, main goal of Black Lives Matter, which is to wipe out the police. They think they're untouchable. They are, because they never, they never got held accountable for the, for the riots and the killings and all the things they did. So they think they can get away with it. Can you believe this? We're actually training them to commit um, acts of terror? What do, what do we... Um, Palestine? Let's go to Christine in Middletown. Hi, good afternoon, Mr. Mayor. How are you, Christine? Good. I think it's an absolute disgrace how this global warming and renewable energy is being shoved down our throats. But yet today, Joe Biden could fly to Providence and his wife could fly to New Haven on different planes. And that's cheese. That's Boy, they are really concerned about the environment with that, sir. Well, they're, they're, I mean, is there, is there a day that goes by since the pandemic started in which a Democrat hasn't done something dishonest or hypocritical? I mean, if it's, no. uh, is it Newsom or Cuomo or a light, light foot when she went to have her hair done and nobody else could or, uh, or Carrie flying around on, on – I mean, Carrie just flies around constantly on his, on his plane – um, 325 metric tons used up last year. That's a lot. That's a lot. A lot of cars. I mean, it's really, it's just, it's just, um, it's just, they, they destroyed the country of Sri Lanka because they destroyed their agriculture. Like they're trying to destroy our agriculture. Pretty soon we won't have, you know, we don't have, we don't, a lot of things we don't have now. We don't have formula. We don't, pretty soon we're not going to have food. And uh, the idea that we can be uh, we can supply this massive, complex, uh, interrelated set of economies without fossil fuels is completely idiotic. It's childish. It's immature, and it's a um, it's an attempt to make us a one-world uh, government. It's an attempt to break us so that we become a one-world government where everybody's paid the same, handled the same, and the government tells us what to do. Otherwise known as a communist uh, world. That's what it is, and it's being led by it's being led by the uh, uh, dem- 
the most demented man in the United States or, or uh, senile man in the United States. Now, why don't we? Why don't we just? Uh, I, I really, I really think this this um, this exchange with Buttigieg. I think it's twenty five is really really interesting on the mental state of our um, our jerk in chief. We now have President Biden in office for 18 months, and just recently, we now see the mainstream media questioning President Biden's mental state, and for good reason. Sadly, he shakes hands with ghosts and imaginary people. He falls off bicycles. Even at the White House Easter celebration, the Easter Bunny had to guide him back into his safe place. Cue cards that say, sit here, or end of speech, which he actually states, that is, if he stays awake. So my question for you is, sir, have you spoken with any other cabinet members about implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden? First of all, I'm glad to have a president who can ride a bicycle. And I will look beyond the, the insulting nature of that question and make clear to you that the president have of the United States, Have you spoken to any other cabinet not. members about implementing the 25th Amendment on President Biden? What kind of an American are you, Buttigieg? You know our country's in the hands of a, of, of, of a complete dope. It is, it is true. He's been doing this forever because he's the dumbest man I ever met. But now it's, it's mental. Well, we'll be back after the break. And we've got plenty of calls lined up on all these issues and more. And then the mayor's final word. With crime running rampant in New York, you need to keep yourself and your family safe. Obtaining your concealed carry firearm licenses can be difficult and time-consuming. That's where MyFirstPistol.com comes in. They'll help you secure your concealed carry license. If you're looking for a pistol, premise, rifle, or shotgun license, call 347-559-7052. 347-559-7052. You must have a valid firearm license issued by the NYPD to purchase, possess, or shoot a handgun or pistol in NYPD. I see. The former mayor of New York City, Rudy Giuliani. On the Red Apple Podcast Network. This is Rudy Giuliani back uh, with the Rudy Giuliani Show. You know, politics is really starting to heat up. There's an article that uh, really is a, uh, uh, I think it, it, it's quite a turnaround. Uh, in P- Pennsylvania, there was a very heated uh, primary for uh, for governor on the Republican side. And the leading candidate and the guy who won was Doug Mastriano, who is, to me, a great hero because he gave me my first hearing. Uh, and he gave President Trump our first hearing. He was the first one to actually listen to witnesses, human beings, American citizens, who allegedly had information about the Democrats stealing votes. In fact, they saw them steal the votes and they testified to it. Uh, well, Mastriano was uh, uh, censored by the Republican Party, had his privileges taken away, labeled a nut, a crazy man, all this other, all this stuff. Uh, he's a colonel, by the way, in the United States military. He's an, he's an intelligence expert. He's a published author of three books on Gettysburg. The guy's brilliant. Uh, he, he's probably smarter than every single one of the idiots who writes about him. Um, and um, prob- probably he and Biden could could not talk. It would be impossible for them to even communicate, I would think. Uh, and uh, <laughs> well, 
He's leading. He's leading in the polls. Do you know the Democrats tried to tried to help him win because they thought he'd be such a terrible candidate? He got 50% of the vote. And now the Democrats are scared out of their minds. I mean, they got they got this crazy nut Shapiro who walks around looking like a slob and is, you know, far left. And he's running just on abortion. That's it. Uh, not not pointing out to people that, you know, he says, well, abortion, abortion, abortion. Women have, but it doesn't point out that he's in favor of killing seven and eight month old babies. He's a seven and eight month old baby killer. I don't think that's going to do well in Pennsylvania. Yeah, Pennsylvania is one of the few states that a Democratic uh, senator who was pro-choice. So watch yourself on this uh, abortion issue in Pennsylvania. It may not cut quite exactly the way the New York Times and some of the others thinks it uh, thinks it cuts. Today was also the funeral for uh, Ivana Trump. I'm looking at a picture now of my it's my church actually St. Vincent Ferrer Church, the church that I go to beautiful church run by the Dominican fathers and a beautiful service for a woman who was an exceptional, exceptional woman, uh, who's great, uh, who, who, who I admire for the wonderful job she did in bringing up these, the, these, these children now very, very competent adults and it's such a difficult set of circumstances. Then, then we've got the Pence, now, then we got the Pence um, Trump proxy fight. Whoa, that's going to be a good one. A real proxy fight. You got, uh, they're both going to be out in Arizona, I think it is this weekend. And they'll be supporting, they'll be supporting different candidates out there. So um, the the president is supporting uh, the one I'm supporting, Carrie Lake, who's fabulous, fabulous. Tough, smart, a real Republican None of this rhino, mm, we gotta do, I'm afraid, I don't know, I don't know what they're going to say, I've got to, we got to apologize, oh, yeah, right, yeah, yeah, look what it did for us. And uh, now, uh, Ducey, the governor, uh, who, who um, someday I'll be able to tell you all about, Ducey, the governor, is supporting someone else uh, who is, you know, anti-Trump. Because Ducey's anti-Trump, because uh, Ducey really stood in the way of Arizona being able to conduct a a true forensic audit. He never allowed anybody to look at the ballots or at the machines, ever. If he was so sure that it was so honest, why hide them, Ducey? Huh? Now it's all coming out. The ballots are being found here and there and other places and haven't checked in a while on the numbers like I have in Wisconsin and Pennsylvania where well, Wisconsin's amazing. I mean, the three separate reports, all different methodologies that show that Trump won Wisconsin. There's the uh, uh, there's the um, uh, 2000 mules. There's the uh, opinion of the state Supreme Court uh, retired justice. And then there's the four three decision of the Wisconsin Supreme Court declaring the system under which Biden was elected completely illegal. And the votes cast in that way as no, basically null and void. <laughs> and they're saying he, he's the crazy one for talking about stealing the election. Maybe, maybe uh, what he was bringing up, he was bringing up as a patriot to make sure it doesn't happen again, because that is what he was doing. So, uh, I mean, it really is 
ridiculous to watch this January 6th thing. Can you continue to go on and on and on and on? And no one, no one will mention the word Ashley Babbitt. Let's go to Bernie and Merrick. Hello, Mr. Mayor. How are you today? I'm good, Bernie. How are you? Good, good. First of all, I always have to thank you, and God bless you for everything you do. May you stay safe and strong and continue the good fight. Well, thank you. How can I help you today? Uh, And this is no slight to you, but every station, every station on TV, every cable station, the same stories of the Democrats, of the BLM terrorists, of the Antifa terrorists, breaking the law, hurting people. When is someone going to go to jail? The American people want to see people going to jail. When do you think that's going to happen? When we get the Democrats out of office. Uh, there's no way the, D- the DAs that are put in there by Soros are going to put Black Lives Matter and Antifa in jail. The biggest funder for Black Lives Matter and Antifa is George Soros. The biggest funder for the DAs is George Soros. And the biggest funder for the president is George Soros. Have you ever heard the president talk about – he was asked once about Antifa. He said it's an idea. It's an idea that kills people, jackass. It's an idea. Yeah. The big GOP, the Republicans that we put in there, have the backbone. Yeah, the yeah, yeah. yeah. That's, why, that's, why, that's why we got to elect uh, uh, real people, not, not the rhino, silly jerks like we have like Cheney and, and the guy who cries on the, on the J6 committee. What's that guy's uh, name? Kin, Kin, Kinsinger. Uh, Cry baby Kinsinger. Quite amazing, isn't it? Yeah. It, it is. It is. It's, 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 and you know, it's all a show. It's all a show. And the people are on to them. The American people are on to them. And like I said, we're, we're, we're aching. We're, we want to see justice. Well, we want to see justice and we want to see this crooked uh, Democrat arrangement, you know, broken up. Look at all the money that Biden's made. $31 million from China. That's disgusting. And look at Pelosi sticking it in our face with her husband doing those trades. I mean, she doesn't even care. She doesn't even care. You know, they know they can get away with it. They know they can get away with it. Let's go to Marianne in Philadelphia. Hi, Rudy. It's an honor to speak with you, my dear. How are you, Marianne? Oh, I'm just peachy, I guess. <laughs> um, <laughs> listen. I couldn't help but notice I watched uh, the debate with your son, and um, I must say I thought he was really terrific. He really was. Well, thank you. I'm very, um, I'm very proud of him. Yeah, him and Astorino and Zeldin. And after they were all finished, okay, I think it was Greta came on afterwards, and she happened to have Alan Dershowitz on, and he gave his opinion about January 6th, and he actually brought the hammer down on it. And I think you would enjoy it if you could pull that up. Oh, you mean that it was wrong and all of that? Yeah, he more or less said, you know, in other words, it's there's no due process. Oh, and yeah, yeah, yeah. And it was wrong about it. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it's, it's, it's uh, any fair-minded person would say this is a ridiculous way to investigate. They, they have all... The people investigating all have made up their minds on one side. Yeah. So, so what would, it would be as if uh, somebody's getting investigated uh, for murder by all the people who helped commit the murder with them. I mean, all the, 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 these are the people who brought us Russian collusion. They brought us the phony uh, Ukrainian situation. They failed on those two. So now they have taken this um, 
situation that happened, and we don't really know how much of it uh, they they actually uh, were responsible for. But yeah. in, any, in any event, what they were what what they were responsible for or not, they've exaggerated way beyond anything imaginable. You know, Pearl Harbor, September 11, and then the biggest the biggest sign of their being criminals is the fact that they won't investigate Ashley Babbitt. The woman was lifted up and shot dead for no reason. No reason. That, 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 that man wasn't in jeopardy of his life. He had five, six cops around. He had an unarmed woman who actually had been trying to calm things down. She was picked up like a target so he could shoot her. Nobody wants to investigate it. That tells me what crooks they are. It tells me what horrible people they are, actually. Uh, let's go to... Uh, Let's go to Mac. Yes, Mr. Mayor. Hey, Mac. Thank you for taking my call. Oh, yeah, sure, sure. Uh, What's up? Concerning the subject of leaving fossil fuels or leaving fossil fuel, the electric cars admit, and they a strong electric current. This is one reason why they don't have AM stations in it, because the strong electric current would interfere with the AM signal. Um, next thing, how do you dispose of the batteries, which almost is, is the length of the car itself? They cost $18,000 to replace. Um, when you fuel a car with electricity, you are burning coal in order to get the electricity. Well, thank you. For, th- about this? Uh, thank you for pointing that out. I mean, I, I'm, I just laugh. I just laugh and laugh and laugh at how stupid they are. Where do you hell do you think electricity comes from? Fossil fuels. That's where it comes from. Where do you think it comes from? And they want to. Uh, there, there's a study done that it may actually produce more, ultimately, more um, uh, carbon or effect on the climate than uh, the, the gasoline. Now, hard to know, but the amount of electricity that's going to have to be produced, we don't even know. We know it'll be a tremendous amount more than we do right now. But it could be in uh, like a, uh, in different orders of magnitude from, from from now. But nobody bothers to look at that. Nobody bothers to look at it. Let's go to Kevin in Branchville, New Jersey. Hi, Kevin. Uh, yes, sir. How are you, Kevin? Oh, all right. Let me put y'all speakerphone, all right? Yeah, good. If it works. Yeah, yeah I'm sorry, sir. I'm very bad at this. No, you're doing okay. So, so far, so good, Kevin. I can hear you. Don't worry about it. Good. Uh, okay. Uh, it's an honor to talk to you, Mr. Mayor. What, what would you like to talk about? New Jersey. It's a northern county in Tuscan County. My kids were in school when 9-11 happened, and I have seven of them. Wow. God bless you. Yes, and my wife was worried, and I didn't have a cell phone then. They called uh, my boss. But anyway, I wanted to ask you about Ashley Babbitt. What, what's her family doing about this? Her family has a lawsuit against the city and against the detective for uh, um, for wrongful death. I mean, which is the civil version of murder, right? So they're claiming they're claiming through a civil action that he unjustly uh, shot her. And uh, when I look at the, I've looked at the tape numerous times. I've looked at it with the benefit of homicide detectives. 
it's a hell of a case. I mean, I mean, there are little details that they don't they don't bother to bring out that that would be very very powerful in a, in 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 a in a trial. Uh, you know, before she was picked up and put in a in, in a prime position to be shot. Someone yelled out twice, gun, gun. And everybody else ducked. And then they moved over and lifted her up. After they heard the word gun, gun. Now, he has said that he warned her. Now, you don't hear any warning on the tape. You do hear gun, gun. But you don't have any warning on the tape. And I know because I've gotten some of the testimony. Um... None of his fellow police officers support him in that. They didn't hear him warn her. And the key factor here is, you remember, we've had so many of these cases now, I think everybody's become an expert on this, you know. Uh, when can you use deadly force? When you are in reasonable fear that you are going to be killed or very, very seriously injured. Well, how, where was his fear of this five-foot-two woman who had no, uh, did not have a firearm or a knife or anything that you could see. He had six to seven to eight police officers to help him. Some right in back of her who could have pulled her down in a moment or some right in front who could have jumped on top of her when she came over. There's no way he could, he could make out a defense that he was in fear of his life. That would be totally irrational. And, um, you know, you, cha- you, you, you put this flat on a street and you change the races and we got ourselves a real problem. But it shouldn't be that way because it shouldn't be change the races. It should remain the same no matter what the races are. But it's outrageous that these so-called um, um, public officials of ours aren't outraged at her murder. And whatever they think about September 11th, they don't want justice for her. Maybe it'll bring out too much about how this was really organized. I tend to think it will. Well, we're going to take a short break. And when we come back, we're going to have uh, sponsored by Tunnel of the Towers, the mayor's final words. Rudy Giuliani. Former New York mayor, Rudy Giuliani. This is the mayor's final thoughts. This is Rudy Giuliani on the Rudy Giuliani show. And this is uh, the point at which we do uh, the final thoughts brought to you by Tunnel to Towers, T2T.org, the organization that, that fulfills the obligation that we have to those uh, in uniform who keep us alive and keep us safe and are the real people in our society, not, not, not the people I get to comment on or have to talk about or sometimes go home and I feel like sick to my stomach when I think about uh, the way they lie and the way they cheat and I mean, I went through a period last week. I was going to write a little article about it. I still might. It was a, it was a lie a day. It was one lie a day about me, not, not to mention the lies about Trump and some of my colleagues. Just totally made up. Things that just, just, just didn't happen. But we live in a phony world. But it's not by accident that we live in this phony world. So therefore, there's nothing funny about it. This is orchestrated. This is orchestrated to bring us down. It's orchestrated to destroy our government. That's why Soros uh, spent all this money 
excuse me, this is why Soros spent all this money in all these places, some big cities, some small cities, to elect district attorneys. So he could crush the single thing that creates unity, really, in a community, everyone being treated fairly. He could put us at our, at our throats, disunite us. As long as there are two standards of justice, we're going to be disunited. When Biden said he was going to unite us, I, I, I knew he wasn't because, first of all, I don't even think he's smart enough to understand that there are two systems of justice. He, he just takes advantage of it. I mean, he should understand it. He's got his son sitting next to him that's done more drugs than probably 90% of the people that he put in jail. I mean, he, he had people sitting in jail for 25, 30 years that probably did a third of the drugs that uh, Hunter did. But uh, Joe, it does become difficult to, to, to assess Joe's mental state because he's a stupid man. And he's always been a stupid man. So the stupid man has now become demented. So where's the line? Where's the difference? But then I look at clowns like AOC. I mean, look at that, that ridiculous thing yesterday with, with some of her squad members where she pretends that she's, that she's, been, uh, that she's been handcuffed. Now, first of all, why do you want to pretend that you were handcuffed? Why do you want to be handcuffed at all? How was she brought up? What kind of values does she have? Does she have values? I don't know. She doesn't seem to mind killing eight, nine-month-old babies. I don't know how, many, how you have values when you can support ripping an eight- or nine-month-old baby out of a woman's womb and crushing its skull because the woman is tired of it. I mean, I understand the difficulties with abortion in the early, in the early days and in situations where there's rape and incest or situations where there's tremendous, uh, uh, tremendous uh, uh, inequity and, and problems and people feeling different ways about it and who has the primary authority and who doesn't. I mean, I have my own views on it, but I respect the views of other people on it. And your views on this are going to change as you go through different experiences in life. Mine became much more uh, uh, hard with the passage of the law in New York that allowed abortion up to the moment of birth. And it wasn't just that, because I can't separate that from murder. In my prosecutor's mind, I can't separate uh, aborting a baby two days before the baby is born from killing the baby after the baby is born. Apparently the line is so close that some Democrats can't. Governor Northam in New Jersey actually said that if, a, if a, an abortion goes wrong and the baby is born, which happens sometimes, the mother, if the mother has been, uh, been put under and therefore isn't awake and isn't able to make a, a voluntary, sensible decision, the mother should be given some time to think over what should be done with the doctor. Now, I want you to put yourself in that situation and imagine what that means, what should be done. What that means is the baby's been born. Presumably the baby's been made comfortable. Mama wakes up and says, I don't want the baby. But what, what, do, we kill, do we kill the baby out of the womb? Do we crush the baby's skull? Well, I mean, I think that's murder in the first degree. Any doctor that did that would be out of his damn mind. You know, the Hippocratic Oath used to contain 
of promise not to commit an abortion for a doctor. Goes back to the Greeks. Goes back to Greeks, Greek ethics and morals. A lot of people think it goes back to the Catholic religion. It goes back before the Catholic religion. It goes back to the study of Greek ethics. And therefore, when they, when they inserted um, the responsibilities of the doctor, a doctor is not to assist in, the, in, in, in an abortion. Doctor's whole function is to serve life, not death. Well, we're going through very difficult times, which is why we need some really, really great people. And, you know, I am so impressed with the people that we have calling this station. And for those of you who haven't called tomorrow, I'll be here and we'll get the rest of these in. God bless you and God bless America.